Welcome to the Back Row Texan Show. Brought to you by the Back Row Sports Network. I'm your host, Branson Thomas, talking all things Houston Texans football. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Back Row Texan Show. I'm your host, Branson Thomas. I want to thank you all for listening in. You know, last week's episode, that got the podcast over 500 total downloads. That is awesome. You know, and I appreciate you guys very much for listening in. Uh, this This is great. You know, we're growing, and I want to keep growing. So get out there, rate, review, subscribe, do that, share it with other people, and Let's make this thing as big as we possibly can. So we're going to start off this week with a little fun. The Madden ratings came out, and of course, you know, everybody wants to know what their ratings are. And two particular Texans um, made the list and were controversial on both ends of the spectrum. You had J.J. Watt, who, you know, when he's in, he's still dominant. He's a great player, but that's the problem is he's been having trouble the past couple years staying in. And last year was no different. He was hurt and was able to come back. But he got a 98 overall. And, you know, while I'm pumped to see that, and and I think when he is on the field, he is well-deserving of a 98. He's just not on the field that much anymore, and I'm not sure he can justify a 98. And boy, are people tearing him up for it. Not him, but Madden. They are all over him about that. And, like, his brother who got, I think, eight and a half forced fumbles, 15-plus sacks last year. He got an 86. So that was a little, something was off there. I did find it funny that um, the injury rating for J.J. Watt was an 83. I, uh, I thought that might actually have been a little a little high, too. But either way, so J.J. got a 98. Pretty cool. The other one was Deshaun Watson. He got an 86 overall. Just that alone is disrespectful. Like, he can throw, he can run, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And if you ask people to rate your quarterbacks, at minimum he'll be in your top five, with or without DeAndre Hopkins. I know there's a lot of hate towards him right now because, you know, Hopkins is now gone and nobody has faith in him, but he's probably going to have the biggest jump in ratings of any of these quarterbacks this coming year. 86 overall. That is just disrespectful. I mean, Matt Ryan got 87. He got one spot ahead of him. So DW4 ranked number eight out of the quarterbacks. You know, Tom Brady got a 90. You know, Drew Brees was ahead of him. You had, obviously, Mahomes is a 99. You got Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Rodgers. You know, all these guys, I just don't see him being number eight on that list and being that low. It's absolutely ridiculous. But... It is what it is, and it's just uh, another another notch there for Houston and for Deshaun to to put on their shoulder, a little chip on the shoulder to, to just prove people wrong, to go out there and just say, you know what, you got it wrong, here's why. 
So the NFL and the NFLPA are still in negotiations, trying to get everything resolved um, so that you know we can we can have a season. And Saturday, uh, tomorrow, based on re- I'm recording this, the rookies were supposed to report for the Texans and the Chiefs. Well, that got pushed to Monday, but that's it's good they've given the go ahead to start bringing rookies into training camp facilities on Monday, the 20th. Um, they're going to do COVID testing and then some like onboarding and just getting getting stuff ready and prepped. And then I believe uh, veterans come in and Saturday following and do the same thing, COVID testing and just getting ready before you can ramp up everything and you know making sure they're they're good to go for the season. So you know that's awesome news. We got rookies reporting. That's just that much closer to us actually having football this year. And I'm super excited. You know, hopefully, you know, it's still not 100% agreed on. I know um, before the NFL, you know, had posted the 35% salary escrow provision or whatever, and the NFLPA shot that down. Well, you know, now they're saying let's slash each team's player cost by like $40 million this year. You know, if you slash, you know, that much or – even put it at the proposed, I think NFLPA even proposed $198 million. Well, the Texans are over the salary cap already. So, you know, that's not going to work. You know, the NFLPA wants to break it out, take it little by little each year over time, and the NFL wants to do it as fast as possible. You know, they don't want it to hit future salary caps in, in that. So we'll see how that goes. It's still an ongoing process. Hopefully it comes to an agreement it does look like they are going to be able to do the opt-out for the players as long as they have, I think it's like a written notice by August 1st. You know, that's not even written in stone yet. So so that's just kind of up in the air as well, along with everything else. Like I said, nothing's written in stone. They're still trying to go through the works on it all. But hopefully we get it get it resolved and get it done with and, and get back to, you know, quote-unquote normal football again. But we'll see. Some other big news that happened this week. Uh, Tuesday, Kenny Stills was involved in a an incident with the police in which he was arrested along with 87 other people. Uh, they were out at the Attorney General Daniel Cameron's house there in Kentucky uh, demanding justice for Breonna Taylor. And if you don't remember who Breonna Taylor is, she is the... The woman that the police uh, were serving a no-knock warrant to not even her place, uh, but came in, kicked in her door, and she was fatally shot and killed by uh, police officers there. Uh, You know, one of those officers was fired, and the other two are still on the force. It's still an ongoing investigation, so, like, what what are you guys dragging your feet about? It's, you get... Something terrible has happened, and you haven't really done much to right the wrong. Well, these 87 protesters who were unarmed and protesting peacefully all got arrested and all charged with a felony. Like, that's ridiculous. You know, they could possibly serve one to five years in prison for this. You know, you're arresting these people protesting peacefully, and nothing's been done to the people responsible for Breonna Taylor's death. Somebody tweeted out, Kenny Stills has spent more time in jail than the people responsible for this murder. So, 
You know, everybody was talking about that. There was so much support all around the league backing Kenny Stills and the protests. You know, there was a hashtag free Kenny, um, hashtag free Kenny Stills, you know, tons of support. You know, everybody was getting right behind him. And then you had people who only read the surface, only read that Kenny Stills was charged with a felony. You know, you have the media and people out there that want clickbait, so they, they just put it, you know, word for word that way. And people don't read it. They just see it, and they're like, you know what, cut him. Get him out of here. We don't want him on the team anymore. That's not who we are. But he's in no danger of getting cut. He was doing nothing wrong. He was technically trespassing, but nothing terribly wrong. And like I said, in no way is he going to get cut. So get that out of your heads, and you're an idiot if you were saying to cut him. You really are. You should... Get your fandom out of here and, and walk away because you don't know what you're talking about. You know, Bill O'Brien, Cal McNair, Janice McNair, they've all been, you know, backing their players. Uh, you know, they've got their new little foundation um, going for communication between everybody and, and learning. And Bill O'Brien has, has said, you know, he's been behind Kenny Stills from the beginning, and I don't see that changing. So I'm ready for Kenny to... You know, hopefully all this stuff is is dropped and there's no consequences. You know, we haven't heard anything from the league and the NFL to to see if there's going to be a punishment that way. Hopefully not. Hopefully, I mean, if they absolutely have to do something, maybe it's just a fine. But there really should not be any game missing ramifications from this. It would seriously backfire against the league if, if they did do that. So we'll see how that plays out. I, like I said, I don't see anything major happening, and they could drop charges altogether. So hopefully he can get back and, and just get back to football, as well as you know standing up for what he believes is right. That's pretty much all your news for the Houston Texans that's gone on this week. There have been some other things that have gone on around the league, so we'll kind of touch base on that. Somehow, the Chiefs have learned how to print money uh, because they just signed defensive tackle Chris Jones to a four-year, $85 million deal. He's got $60 million guaranteed. Um, that's right after paying Patrick Mahomes you know, $500 million. Well, you see it at surface value like that, and you're like, oh my God, how do they afford that? How do they do that? Well, Mahomes' contract was an extension, so his next two years... He is dirt cheap, and all this guaranteed money for Chris Jones is front-loaded into those first two years out of the four. So if year three comes around, and let's say they need to cut ties with him, they're not going to be any worse off in terms of cap space. So there's an out there for the team, and it financially makes sense. Also in the league, you had Miles Garrett. With the Browns, just signed a five-year, $125 million extension. So he's the highest-played you know, defensive, uh, defensive end in the league, league history. $25 million a year? That's, uh, that's pretty good. So, you know, you can't say his team's not backing him. And he is a heck of an athlete and really does a good job out there on the field. That, uh, that Browns line is, is going to be... Going to be pretty solid this year, so 
they plan on keeping him around for a while. And it is an extension, so it's five years after, what is this year's fifth year, I believe? So, you know, basically six more years with him. You know, people are locking in their star players, so hopefully Houston follows suit here in the next week or two, and DW4 is a Houston for the foreseeable future. And the final thing I want to touch on uh, in this week's podcast is dealing with your Washington Redskins. Well, formerly known as the Redskins. Monday, they made it official that they are eliminating that retiring, excuse me, retiring is the appropriate word. They are retiring the team name of the Redskins, and it is to be determined uh, what the future name is. I know they've got it narrowed down to uh, like four four potential names. Um, I know Red Wolves was one, and that was kind of a towards the lead. Uh, Red Tails was also another one. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. But most people have kind of forgotten about that. Yesterday, some news broke that that 15 women have allegedly been sexually harassed and verbally abused by former Washington employees. You know, by no means is this right. And it is it is really sad to think that, you know, this still is going on in today's society. It's 2020. Just because a woman works there in a sporting industry doesn't mean she doesn't know what she's talking about. and doesn't mean you can treat her in a degrading manner. And, you know, there were stories of, I think one of them, a woman was walking down the stairs and apparently it was kind of a, a clear sequency kind of deal to where you could see through. And it was shot all the way down to like the training room. So she looked down and she could see a couple floors down, a training staff member looking up at her, walking step for step with her along the stairs. And, you know, even to the point where he was trying to lean to take a better look, you know, try to look up this woman's skirt and wasn't even hiding it. And just the things that were said to these women, it is terrible and None of them felt they could say anything, which is the worst part. They, you know, were told, well, there are thousands of people that would love your job and are waiting right there. And they felt threatened to the, like, they couldn't say anything or they would lose their job. And they probably would have lost their job had they said anything. But it should Hopefully not the come wrongs to that. Are right it, shouldn't, it shouldn't ever be to that point. It is, like I said, it is 2020. We should be respecting women more than that. And I couldn't imagine being in a scenario where, you know, I was with somebody and they did something, you know, degrading. I wouldn't be able to just be quiet. You know, you have to tell somebody, hey, man, that's that's not right. You know, you shouldn't do that. Even go apologize to her for them, you know, on behalf of them saying, hey, I'm not like that. I'm sorry that happened. How can I help you? It's a terrible situation, and it really needs to change. And I kind of feel like the floodgates are about to open up with all these different stories. Not even stories. You know, stories make it seem like it's not not factual, not real. So all these incidences that have happened, and uh, hopefully these women can feel more empowered, can feel, you know, better about themselves and in their jobs. And like I said, I know several women who could do laps around me in terms of what they know with football or baseball, you know, and I think I'm pretty, pretty high up on the, in knowing my stuff. So, you know, don't judge people that way and don't degrade people really don't. 
And that's really going to be the, the end of my spiel on this. You know, treat everybody right, no matter of gender, race, sexual orientation. What's the golden rule we learned when we were kids? Treat others the way you want to be treated. That doesn't stop when you become an adult. If anything, it's even bigger. So that's going to do it for today's podcast. You know, short and sweet this time. Hopefully we'll be bringing some big news with Deshaun Watson. And, you know, hopefully everything can get kind of figured out. But stay safe. Be smart. I know everything's starting to get locked down again. Wear your mask. I know it's uncomfortable. But if it helps even 1%, it helps 1%. It's better than none. So... Like I said, stay safe, be smart, and don't forget, go Texans! So good news, while I was editing this podcast, um, Kenny Stills and the other protesters uh, got the charges dropped um, from their incident earlier in the week with the police there in Kentucky. So that's great. Uh, Like I said, I didn't figure anything was going to happen that way. The league technically could still do something to him, even without criminal charges. We've seen it in the past, but I don't see that happening. Like I said, uh, they weren't really doing anything wrong. And that would be a huge issue with the league, and there would be so much backlash. So I think he's good to go, pretty much like we thought all along. So 